Welcome to Sports Connection. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director. Back after a week off, Mr. Tate Matthews. Tate, hope you had a great Thanksgiving break. Got the time to eat plenty and spend some time with your family. I did. We had a great time. Definitely ate plenty. Hope you did as well. I'm sure you took a trip up to the Bluegrass State. All is well. Beat Louisville. Kept the coach. Kept Mark Stoops. What could be... Getting ready to talk about it. You're headed back to Chattanooga this week. I mean, what could be better? It's it's good. Uh, Tate, state football championship, as you mentioned this week. You always say it's an exciting time, but it's kind of a sad time. Yes. Because we're wrapping it up. Uh, Page Patriots, last team standing in WCS. Last time we talked, and we'll get to it in a second, we were heading to the semifinals. Brentwood, Ravenwood, Page Centennial. Well, we had the... We had the quarters, excuse me, the quarters and the semis, and uh, Paige for the third straight time. They're still standing, and I've said this. Brentwood had a great year. We'll talk about that in a minute. I, I think Paige may be the best team in the county. I think they are. I, I know one thing. They're the best defense in the county. It's incredible. It really is. They're, good. they're, they're fun to watch, and we'll talk more about it later, but it's, it's the trip, third trip in a row to Chattanooga, which is no small feat. I've been racking my brain. I, nobody, to my knowledge, has done this. Uh, Ravenwood's been back-to-back twice, right? Indy. Uh, Indy's been back-to-back, but I, and, and both of them have uh, won runner-up and, and a championship. But nobody's been three in a row. That should have been the gym. Uh, is it the gym? It's not. Okay. <laughs> but I, I believe you're right. I do. Unless it was maybe Franklin uh, way, 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 uh, way 19, 27, and wasn't. 28. And... No, they're the first ones to do it. And, and you're right. Uh, Knoxville West, really good team. Actually was with uh, tailgated at the Vanderbilt game uh, or the Vanderbilt MMA event, whatever that was. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Uh, with the quarterback's dad, Jed Dance. The quarterback is, I believe his name is Hunter Dance. Anyway, so they were kind of giving me the scouting report on Knoxville West. But Do they I think, think I th- their team is better than their team last year? Uh, I think they're a little worried. I think they're a little worried, and I think it's because of this defense. Defense is really good. Uh, Tate, before we move to that, I do want to thank Brian and the WCTV crew. We had former intern Lance, who's now gone. <laughs> Oh, we had OTL. We had the local media come out to Mojo's Tacos. You were out on assignment, so we had Dr. Qualls sit in for the second uh, straight year. He did a good job with us. And it's a good time for us to formally welcome intern Will Jackson. Intern Will Jackson, welcome to the family. Uh, intern <laughs> being your uh, part of your tag name, that's a, that's a sign of love for sure. It, we're kind of like coaches. If we're not messing with you, that's when you need to worry. Well, and Brian kind of got to skip it. because Brian, Brian, Brian kind of flew in under the radar. He did. He was he did. in between. He did. Uh, but intern Lance, we'll, we'll bump into intern Lance in 20 <laughs> years, and he'll still be intern Lance. So Will, uh, Independence graduate, 2019, like intern Lance. Lance. And he was an intern here, like intern Lance. That's right. And Reed Smith, uh, well, you know what? Let's think about this. Coach Balser and the Independence Media Department. Reed Smith, who produces my show at 104.5 The Zone and also Coach Matthews' shows, Independence graduate. Wow. So the Independence Media Department, man, kicking you, them out. You need to start calling him Intern Reed. 
Was he the one had that music ready for me that time? He did. Yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's good. I mean, <laughs> it wasn't his idea, but he, he, execu he executed it flawlessly. Uh, for those of you that maybe don't know, but you probably listened to Tate's show on Saturday. The Cats, my team, and the Vols were playing, and he played a song that I'm not that fond of. Rocky Top. At the Dolly Parton. End of an interview. Anyway. Uh, so, so media day went well? It was great. Good. It was. Teams went out. And listen, you remember last year, Miss Gaynor, I know she's watching, uh, uh, Evan and uh, Coach Whitlock tried to twist my words and Dr. <laughs> Qualls and saying we said they weren't going to be very good and they're mediocre talent. I called them out and said, look, you're top two minimum. If you don't finish top two, y'all have underachieved. It's on you, not me. <laughs> Which is not – listen, I'm – they could do well. Well, make no way. mistake about it. Evan and I have become very close through the years. He's my man. Uh, and I've got one like it, so so I'm not saying anything. If there was a trash talker what of the Davis year Long award said. at the Wilco's, you can go ahead and get the plaque or the medal or whatever ready. Nobody talks more trash than Evan Gaynor. At Media Day, Davis Long said that. Because Davis, he's good, you know, he's good They're, buddies. They, with, they go way back. With your son and Evan and the whole crew. And he said that. He said he talks all the time and I never even respond. It's, it's Because Davis is the opposite. Yes. That's fun. That's a lot of fun. Well, it was a good time and uh, looking forward to being out watching Evan and Ravenwood and all the teams. I did want to mention uh, basketball and wrestling have gotten started. We'll be full into that. On our next show, a lot of game over the, games over the holidays. Independence boys, the favorite to go back to the state tournament. They traveled to Memphis. They're better for it. Yes. They lost two games. They lost to Cordova, a game that they were tied like 10 seconds left. They lost to Bartlett, a game they were leading going to the fourth quarter. So sometimes when you lose, you win. No uh, doubt about it. Again, no moral victories or anything like that. But that's certainly better than the narrow white classic or whatever some of the <laughs> – Teams like to do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? hundred uh, percent. I've seen people with good teams. It's like, who y'all playing? Well, and I love to hear you say that because you talk about it in football all the time, right? But 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 it's the same thing in basketball. It's the same thing. Iron sharpens iron, man. Let's get tested. Let's find out what we're about. You know, and um, I'm, I'm with you hundred percent. Love it. Ravenwood and Centennial hosted some games over the holidays. Ravenwood boys. Off to a 4-0 start. And I, I was excited about this. After starting off 0-3, the Summit boys back-to-back -back wins over Columbia and Lebanon. Now, Lebanon is not the Lebanon they've been. I'm telling you, though, that's a team that's done really well. That's right. That's a team that has pride in what they do. That was a really good win for Summit. Coach Burgess getting it done year one. Uh, uh, Coach Merle. Coach Merle doing a good job, too, on the yes. girls' side. They get yes. a big win over Riverdale. Yeah. Uh, again, it may not be your your mama's and daddy's Riverdale, but still. Are you telling me it's not the John Wild Riverdale? <laughs> uh, Coach Burrell, though, he likes his team. Yeah. He, he does, and he, he should. Oh, I didn't even think about that, yeah. Coach Wild was the previous. That, that's right. It's all kind of intertwined. What, what's that, uh, seven degrees from Kevin Bacon? It's only about one degree on this, though. Yeah, Coach Wild, girls basketball. Uh, Brentwood girls. Three and one. Yep. Uh, I think they'll be in the state tournament this year. I think you agree with me on that. Only lost to a really good Lebanon team, 54-39. Page Wrestling picks up a couple of duels wins. Uh, and then Nowensville hosted a meet uh, with over – that's right, a meet, right? A meet? Yeah. 
with over 700 wrestlers, which is impressive. Now, you're going to say something about basketball because I kept going. What were you going to say about well, Brentwood? No, just real quick. I, I think there's a good chance that Brentwood, uh, Lady Bruins, Lebanon, I think Coach Barrett goes by the Devilettes. I think that could possibly be the last game of the season as well. I think it could, in too. The, in, in the, in the uh, glass house in Murfreesboro. Listen, Tate, we talk a lot about Ella Ryan, and we should. Not only can she play, just like so many of these young people at Media Day, she may have a broadcasting career ahead of her. That's pretty awesome. Well, and she's going to get even more experience in it. And wherever she goes, she's going to get interviewed plenty in college as well. But that's, that's my favorite part of We say it every time. That's my favorite part, especially of the basketball media day, watching the young ladies and the young men come up and the way they handle themselves. They're not, they're not, they're not shy about being in front of that microphone and live camera. So I think it's pretty cool. But I think that's big. And then on your Nolensville meet, um, Coach Melzoni, what he's doing – I don't know if people have been paying attention. He's really building this youth program. He's trying to rival what Coach Miller has got going on in the south end of the county with their uh, Spartan, future Spartan wrestling, whatever they call it. All you got to do is look at Cleveland. If you're going to be a top wrestling program, you have to have the youth feeder programs. Summit has done that ever since he's been here. Nolensville is building a wrestling program, boys. They, they really be are. a problem. And you mentioned that that meet before the break, over 700 wrestlers there. So it's getting started. Paige had a couple of wins uh, right before the break. So I'm looking forward to talking about wrestling. We'll have a, just like all the years, basketball, wrestling, and, and bowling, which we're going to talk about next. Uh, so we're, we're getting to football. Don't be impatient. Uh, bowling, district tournaments this week. It's funny how this happens. We have the district, then it's like quiet until after Christmas. It's, right. a, it's a strange kind of thing that happens. But uh, – the district, so now we're, we're basically lumped in with Dixon and Creekwood. It's everybody but Nolensville. So it's all, it's seven of our, our of our, our eight of our nine, eight of our nine, but it's Nolensville, not. <laughs> Is there, do we even want to get into this? <laughs> well, excuse me. It's Nolensville and Page. Nolensville and Page aren't with us. Where did they go with? <laughs> Murfreesboro. It's, it is, it's a little odd. It's a little odd. Well, and it wouldn't be odd if maybe there just weren't room for them, but we've got Creekwood and Dixon. Yeah. But, again, I know geographically it might be. Boy, and I'm, I'm really devastated about these standings. Who, who knew? Oh, I don't like this either. Who knew Dixon County was so good at bowling? So, so. Coach Jay Palace getting it done. Well, if you look on the boys' side, Dixon undefeated 16-0. Creekwood, 14-2. and two. For those of you that are wondering, that's in Dixon County. <laughs> like most of us, we don't care, but it is. Uh, <laughs> it's the most, okay, okay, Wilco people. You know of the perfect pig on 30A? It's where the original perfect pig is. Some people refer to it as the perfect pig dump. <laughs> so if you've ever been to the perfect pig in Dixon County, you were really close to Creekwood. You were a DJ, uh, no, you were a Dr. Qualls driver from Creekwood. All right, sorry. So after that lesson in geography, uh, on the girls' side, Creekwood 15 and 1, Dixon 15 and 1. Franklin was the top finisher on boys and girls from the WCS schools, 12 and 4 on both. So let's look at that bracket real quick, Tate. Okay. I want to give it our, our due diligence here. So if you look at, let's get the girls' bracket first. 
So on top, you've got Creekwood, number one seed, Summit and Centennial, 8-9. They get the winner. Indy, Ravenwood, Dixon, Fairview, Franklin, or excuse me, uh, it was Indy Brentwood, excuse me, Indy Brentwood, 4-5. Dixon, 2, Fairview, 7, Franklin, 3, Ravenwood, 6. So saying all that, here's what I'm telling you. I think it's Creekwood and Franklin in the final. Uh, I don't really want to say it, so I won't. <laughs> Franklin's gonna win. I'm with you. I'm not saying I'm not saying Creekwood's winning. I'm not doing that. So Creekwood's got Summits or Centennial uh, in the first game, and uh, I'm not uh, the best math major, but I can read numbers: fifteen and one, one fifteen. I am smart enough to know that would be a major upset. <laughs> so I'm with you. I'm going Creekwood, Franklin in the finals. But come on, man, this is tournament time. Uh, Franklin gets the region, no district championship. I, I, I agree with you. On the boys' side, Dixon, the top seed, Fairview Indy in the 8-9 match. Then we've got Ravenwood Centennial in the 4-5, Creekwood Summit in the 2-7, Franklin Brentwood in the 3-6. I'm pretty much like I did in the other side. I'm going number one seed Dixon all the way through against Franklin. Again, I'm picking Franklin. I'm with you. It's tournament time. It's tournament time. That's what we do over it. Franklin is Franklin is the uh, creme de la creme of Wilco Bowling right now. I'm going with the Admirals. And as much trash as we've been talking about bowling, we've got to win at least one of those, man. We're going to. We're going Come to win on, bowling. man. This, 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 this is easy. I like it. Hey, I do want to mention this before we get into the playoffs. Very well deserved. Dominic Reed, Centennial, Eric Hazard, Page, they were both named semifinalists, and then they announced the finalists, which is three. They're two of the three in 5A. Uh, I, and they vote on this before the play. I'll say this. If this was voted on after the playoffs, Eric Hazard would be Mr. Football. I agree. And he might be anyway. I, I got a sneaky suspicion it might be Reed. I think it is. And So, that, so you know, when and they I'm get – I'm saying that's not deserved. No, heck yeah. Well – it is deserved because if you listen to them, they need to do a better job of explaining it. The criteria of this award, it's a regular season award. Right. So, yes, hey, man, I'm with you. Uh, Eric Hazard had an unbelievable game last Friday night. It doesn't count in this award. So until they change the award, this award is week one through 11. If you take the body of work, body of work week one through 11, Dominic Reed is your Mr. Football. So he just is. I, I think he is too. And I think Hazard would probably tell you that. Well, here's what's and offensive guys are always going to get the nod. I just had a little mini Wilco Awards anxiety attack. This is setting up. If that happens, we could have a Mr. Football not, not win, win the Wilco. <laughs> wow. I'm over. Hey, you know, I'm you, know, you, know, you, know you know, sometimes you 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 uh, you rig the pickums to where. Can you make sure you give that one out? <laughs> hey, and what what to say like forty two times? It, this is a. I'm not saying that Dominic won't win it, but I think they'll both be up for football player of the year. That's going to be. The, hey, well, hey, Baylor Hayes is going to be in that. I'm assuming. Yeah. I mean, neither one of them might win the Wilco. <laughs> I'd feel better almost if, if it was, if it was somebody. 
But see, then if that happens, then you're going to you're gonna get yes, the five A versus six A bias. Can't win, man. <laughs> it's tough up at the top. You see why I'm already having a little anxiety. Yes. They're all great players. Love them all. And I'm telling you, I, I, I love Eric Hazard. Oh, he's great. He always man. comes up before game day, and that guy's a dude. Don hey, Reed, he's a dude and too. He, I know one thing: he will be swagged out. He'll have on his cowboy hat. He'll have on a big belt <laughs> buckle and nice tux from Street Tuxedo. It won't be black and white no. cowboy, but he'll he'll be. He's even bigger this year. He'll look the part. And Reed on the hardwood. So there's a guy could be athlete of the year. Multi-category. I mean, he's he's something. Proud of those guys, though. Yeah. Really am. Congratulations and good luck, fellas. Let's talk about this, Tate. So the playoffs, again, we had a week off, so we're going to talk quarterfinals and semifinals. Let's do 6A first. Yep. So quarterfinals, we had Brentwood and Ravenwood. Repeat, Battle of the Woods. It was a 17-0 win during the regular season at Brentwood. First time Coach Hester's lost in that game. First time they played in the playoffs this year. Coach Hester is the coach I'm talking about. Brentwood does it again. 27-20. I was at that game, and I'm going to tell you this. Welcome back, Matthew Manning. Yeah. If Manning doesn't play, he missed the free previous six weeks, I think Ravenwood would have won. I think you probably But he right. did play. He did play, and he played big, and he made the most of his – Opportunities, and I'm so happy for him. He's he's a senior. Uh, he's been a he's been a contributor and a starter since at least part part time starter his sophomore year. Uh, he's a great young man, great student. Um, so I was really happy to see him. He 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 really really had to put in a lot of work to get back. Uh, and I think a lot of kids could have just said heck with it, and he didn't do it. And you're right. I don't think they win that game without him. First offensive play for Brentwood in that game. Uh, Baylor Hayes to Matthew Manning, touchdown. Touchdown. First play in the second half. Clayton Merrill takes it to the half. I think or to that's, the house. They're down 14-10. He takes it to the house. Yeah. You think what? Well, it was it was a uh, that was that was such a big play. It was uh, for Clayton um, on that on that kickoff return. It almost looked like he was going about 50% for about the first 40 yards of that. And then he kicked that thing into gear. And, and uh, that was a game changer as well. So we talked about you don't win it without Matthew, but you probably don't win it without Clayton returning that kick either. But uh, th that's the cool thing, too, about having them both out there, right? It pretty much all fell on, not all, but the majority of the load fell on Clayton when Matthew was back. When they're both out there, you, you, you got to pick your poison. Ravenwood, give them credit, they were down 10 nothing. They fought back. They have a 14-10 lead at the half. And if that, that kickoff, you could just feel it. it Change the game. It, you don't want to say it's over. It's only 17-14, but it sort of had that feel uh, that the momentum was really going to shift in their favor. In fact, they get all the way ahead, 27-14. Manning catches another TD from Hayes. And then Ravenwood scores a touchdown as the game ends. In fact, they don't even kick the – they don't even do the point after. 27-20, Babalola to Sam Wolf to end the game. Uh, Carter Pace, you know, I know uh, Ravenwood would have loved a healthy Carter Pace for the whole season. He did tough it out, 23 carries, 88 yards. What a career for him. Uh, Miss Hester, I'm going to go ahead and make my early prediction. <laughs> Ravenwood is the squad in 6A next right, year. All right, all right. They're the team. They'll have a lot back. Not a lot of argument for me. They've got a lot back. But I can change. Hey, I can change my mind by media. You, um, yes, 
Because remember, your, your, your term, not mine, transfer portal That's has right. made it to high school. There's a lot of things that can change. Hey, I, th- I think it's very important in that game, too, uh, because now that Trey Doris is back, they're the two-headed monster. But Trey Doris and Gavin Nelson combined for 112 yards on, what, 21, 22 carries. Uh, that doesn't show up like those passing touchdowns, right? But that was a very big part of the win as well. Max Kempel in a losing cause for Ravenwood, 102 yards receiving. Ben Hubbard, 91. Now let's move to the semis. This is one uh, we we both thought Brentwood yep. would win. I, I think we, in hindsight, we probably underestimated Houston a little bit. I was at the Page game, uh, but when I read about it, talked to some folks, Houston had defeated previously unbeaten Germantown and beat them bad, yes. 30 to 10 in the semis. And when you look at total yards, 366 to 62. So I think if you're Brentwood, you're you're frustrated, you're sad. We went undefeated, man. We'd like to made the finals, but when I look at those stats, the better team won the game. You hate to say that, but I don't think you look at it going, well, we just left it out there, did, did we? Right. <laughs> You got to outgain third three sixty six. Houston's good. Oh, they're good. They're yeah. really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you look at some of the teams that Germantown beat, and then the way they beat them thirty to ten. They actually beat Germantown. Actually beat Houston in the regular season. Right. It was early. They got better as the game went on. But man, it was the, the fear about these Houston teams is they're so big. Uh, you know, and 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 most of the time they've got some guys that can run too, which they had. But hey, man, they loaded up the box on defense. Put their guys out there on an island. Said if you can beat us deep, beat us deep. Uh, but you're not going to run the ball on us. Uh, Baylor Hayes is not going to sit back there and extend the play for five, six, seven seconds and get us downfield. And put eight in the box and credit the defensive secondary for a great job. You know, covering them in 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 the secondary and uh, they just really had no answer for that front seven or I guess it was really eight most of the game. So. Uh, from Houston. They got beat on the line of scrimmage, which is crazy because I feel like that was, with all the other things um, that went into Brentwood's success, I thought that was why they were unbeaten. It's because for 13 games in a row, they had they had won the line of scrimmage. They didn't win it Friday night. And no shame going 13-1. and one. In 6A football, no. And making it to the semis. So, again, I know they're disappointed, but they lost to a very good team. And I thought the telling part of the game was this. They're down 6 nothing. They've got the ball first and goal at the four, and I get it. Go for it. Yeah. And when that team at Brentwood can't score from the four, four chances. Right. Well, and, and, and so that plays a great example of what I was talking about. Like, you think about all year long, Baylor's been able to, you know, he's going one way and he stops and comes back. It was almost the same thing. He rolls to his left. It wasn't there. He plants. He's coming back. And the other 13 games, <laughs> he's he's – changing direction and making something happen. As soon as he turned back, there was a Houston defender waiting on him. Those guys were athletic, man. 30 seniors. 30 seniors. Think about this. Uh, no, there's been one, and I don't want to give them credit, but it deserves credit. Uh, in the history of, of, of Brentwood Academy, there's been one Wilco football team to beat them. That was Ravenwood. Brentwood High beat Brentwood Academy. That's never happened before. And I don't care what Brentwood Academy's record was. I saw them up close and personal. They were good. 
uh, and they can do some things that Brentwood can't do. Let's just leave it there. <laughs> uh, so first class to ever beat Brentwood High. I mean, Brentwood Academy. Uh, you go 10-0 and 0 in the regular season. That hadn't been done since 2012. I mean, pretty special. And they had never gone 14 and, I mean, 13-0. and 0. So uh, I'd say you can say this is one of the best, if not the best class they've ever had go through there. Well, again, Coach fans, congratulations. It was nice. Uh, heard Coach Crawford was at the game, which I thought was cool. Coach Crawford. Love that guy. We need him back. We'd love to get him back. I don't think Brentwood wants to see him back. No, Can you imagine means, seeing him in anything other than blue? I don't know if he can do it. <laughs> I talked to him this weekend, by the way. He's great. He's the best. Uh, let's talk a little 5A football. So the quarterfinal matchup was a repeat of a region matchup, which Paige won during the year. Paige comes out ahead 14-7 to on Centennial, and I don't want the Centennial folks to take this wrong. It really it, – it, it wasn't as close as that score when you look at the stats. Right. Centennial, and they got a lot of it on one drive, they had 98 yards of offense. Centennial's offense, 98 yards. Page had 346 yards of offense, 101 by Ethan Cunningham. So, again, it's not like Centennial couldn't have won. It reminded me of a, of a soccer match where I've got 10 shots on goal and I don't score you got two shots and you get one. Centennial is going to have to pull off something like that to win. Page, their offense, hopefully it doesn't show up in the final. They've done enough to win. Yeah. Uh, but their defense is so good. And I love Eric Hazard scored the go-ahead touchdown I know. as the tight end. Tight end. end. It won a defensive turn. It was great. Hey, but that's the great thing, right? You get your, you get your players in position to make – I've never understood. I understand – for the regular season, things like that. But when, when it comes time, man, get your best players on the field. That guy, that guy, he's a that guy needs to be on the field. And uh, Ethan Cunningham, the way we've talked about him, I think he's the unsung hero, along with the offensive line. Uh, and the way he runs the football, uh, you know, he's he's been on the second half of the season. I don't know that anybody's played as well as him. He's been on fire. Uh, he, he's a, he's a heck of a running back, man. And uh, but that's we're going to talk about it in the in the semifinal game as well. That's what's been cool about this page, their third year. This it's been a different story, right? I feel like especially the first year, first two years, uh, they make it. They were doing it by outscoring everybody, right? The the two years ago, the Henry County, what was it, fifty six <laughs> to fifty two, <laughs> miracle off Arno Road. Uh, this one's been different. It's been defensively. It's carried them uh, the way back to the. Chattanooga and the Blue Cross Bowl. So, been fun to watch that kind and of, if I'm kind playing, of role reversal. And if I'm playing Knoxville West, you want to try to win in a shootout or you want your defense to be able to stop them? I'll take that one. Defense and running game. They're, they're, they're wide open, uh, which has been good for them because that's kind of how Paige played in the past. Uh, this defense is different. It's I, different. I think, I think – uh, as funny as it sounds, I think they might match up better with them this year than they have in the past. Think about this, and just great careers. I know Tanner Lee was banged up this year, uh, but certainly had some big games in the playoffs. Dominic Reed and Tanner Lee had 15 carries for 10 yards. It's I, <laughs> That's like a – we need to fact check that, right? <laughs> Are you kidding? Yeah. Wow. Hey, so That defense is legit. It's good. Congratulations to Coach Stewart. 
Uh, great job in his first year taking it all the way to the semis. I know the team will be different, but believe me when I tell you, they'll be back. They'll be back. Mallory, uh, Mallory Lane <laughs> is here to stay. I agree. Let's uh, go to the semis. This is a game that a lot of people felt like. Uh, Southwind, explosive on offense. Can Paige really stop Southwind? Well, I'm here to tell you because I was there. The answer to that is yes. Uh, they win the game 10 to 7. And I was talking to Donnie Webb about this. I don't know if they had a first down in the first half. Southwind. Yeah. And, by the way, their quarterback is the other Correct. Mr. Football finalist. And they put up huge numbers all year long. Uh, 43 points a game. For the whole year? 43 a game. They were averaging 45 in the first three rounds of the playoffs. Now, Springfield, I'll give you that. Beach? Henry County? I know. I know. They had seven. And they were lucky to get the seven. They were lucky to get the seven. That's exactly right. I, we, I know you thought they would win. But if I had given you 10-7 before the game, you're not taking that. I mean, you, you would have. Coach Rathbone said that too. Like He thought it would be like a 28-25 or something like that. 10 to seven, and like you said, they were lucky to get the seven? I, I definitely thought they'd win, and I picked it. I know you did. Uh, which we'll get to in a little bit. Um, my favorite play of the game. Now, first of all, so it's 10 nothing. Southwind scores, and it on that drive, it's like it felt a little flukish that they scored. It's 10-7 now. Pay, we, you know, nobody really does anything offensively after that. And we get to the fourth quarter. Page has got the ball. They're about to run the thing out. They fumble the ball. Southwind picks it up, runs it back to the 14-yard line. It's, it's like a minute and a half to go. It's 10-7, it's you're ahead. But Southwind, with their Mr. Football finalist at quarterback, they've got the ball. And what does Page, the Page defense do? They just dominated. Yeah. The sack by Eric Hazard at the end of that, if you haven't seen it on video, check it out. It was impressive. It was. He gets a sack. Southwind barely gets their field goal. Yeah, but that guy wasn't making that. It was like a 45-yarder. He wasn't making that if he'd been out there by himself. Have you been watching game day with Pat McAfee and they, they pull somebody out? And it was about as much of a chance as those. It was, in fact, I, because I, I was always like to keep, I like to keep the people in the game when I'm. Yeah, you do a good job. In fact, uh, Palmer drilled me with the ball when I wasn't looking. He was throwing one away and it hit me in the leg. <laughs> That's great. Maybe he's trying to get my attention. So uh, I thought it was blocked. It was so bad. I did too. It wasn't? I don't think so. Okay. I went back and looked. I left it as blocked, but I, I don't <laughs> – I think it was just bad. <laughs> it was just a train wreck. It was bad. Uh, well, but, but let's, not, let's, let's not forget about – I was watching it on NFHS, which was great, uh, except it's hard to read the numbers on NFHS. You know, so, and then – but don't forget, Cunningham had a – what a – a 48-yarder or something. He had a, a, a plus or yes. minus 50-yard touchdown that was called back. Again, it's not the greatest picture, but I, I didn't see it. They got Ronan on a hold. I thought he just dominated I guy. mean, I think it was almost – they felt sorry for the guy. The, like, he demolished him so bad. We, coach, he blew him up so bad I had to throw a flag on that. Uh, and, by the way, what a great run that was. But, anyways, so – not only do you have the fumble recovery, but you had a touchdown call back that probably should not have been called back. But you're right, on that defensive, uh, on that sack by Hazard, same thing. I couldn't read him, but when he got up, 
and he, he's my boy, so I know he'll take this the right way. You know, those long arms. I saw those arms. He had those sleeves on. I was like, that was hazard. Had to be. It was hazard. It was a big play. Uh, and I know Cunningham felt bad. You had the fumble. But look, without that dude, he had a big touchdown run. He's played great all year. In fact, we got this one just for Ethan, this week's gym. <laughs> Scored his 17th, 17th touchdown of the year in the first half. Big time. I'd like to know where that is on the all-time page, Patriot. Pretty good, man. Uh, uh, that's probably number one. I think this needs to be said, too. Palmer, not only Palmer. Palmer had 128 yards passing, 31 yards rushing. What's the big deal about 31 yards rushing? Palmer's rushing and Weebush when they had him at quarterback rushing. They don't win that game without those two. Those were tough, hard-fought yards. Uh, look at some of these stats. Zane Cannon, by the way, had a big field goal to put Page up 10 nothing there in the third, 34-yarder, and it was cold out, so that was probably felt more like a 40-yarder, 45. Palmer, 128 yards passing, 31 rushing. Hazard, seven tackles, two sacks. And I loved it at the end of the game especially. You saw big Ronan in on defense. And he can move now. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you, he can move. He can play, man. I, I, I cannot wait for this game on Friday night. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Tate, that takes some us. good weather, too. I hope so. Yep. Tate had a little wardrobe change. And <laughs> there's really for several reasons. I don't think you know yet, but there's several reasons. Number one, jackets look great. They look fantastic. Courtesy of Matthews Team Sports. Appreciate that. And Street Tuxedo. Street Tuxedo, of, of course. Street Tuxedo providing the, and then you. Tell our audience real quick what this is patterned after. ABC Sports, right? ABC. Monday Night Football, <clears throat> way back in the day. Who are the originals to wear it? Would, would it? Do you remember? Gifford. Gifford. Cosell. And Cosell. And? OJ. <laughs> Don Meredith. Don Meredith. In fact, it's, I'm glad this is perfect. This isn't part of the script. It's perfect. An ode to Don Meredith. You remember this? No. Turn out the lights. It's over. The party's over. <laughs> are we talking about Pickums? They say that all... <laughs> Good things must end. <laughs> you remember Dandy Don used to sing it? I do now. So yes. when the game was over, Monday Night Football, Dandy Don always. You did a very good job <laughs> of that, by the way. So listen. Congrats. Well, listen. I, well deserved. I, I, I don't want to be called a sore winner, but I really am. I understand. This may be the I only deserve. time ever. So let's look at our final pickums, the final two weeks. So we had Dr. Qualls in the last. Which is typical. Thank goodness for Dr. Qualls. 69 wins. But in third place, Mr. Matthews with 70 wins. The fans have 71. And Don Meredith here has 74. So no matter what happens, it's over. It's over. I almost did this before the break, but I, I got nervous. Unless we, be, unless we pick every game, because there is nine of them. Well, it, Coach... Joins, congratulations. Thank you deserve you. it. Basketball guy coming in here and dethroning. <laughs> so now I'm starting to wonder, are those hollow championships that I won because <laughs> I was picking against Dr. Qualls? But you beat me this four being years. the second to you last. You beat me four years. I know, I know. This being the second to last <laughs> football show of the year and, and, and to follow up the Monday Night Football show, I think it would be fitting <laughs> to give a clown of the week and the clown of the week <laughs> goes to me because I'm the clown that listened to Anthony Crabtree 
that Paige could not stop the Southwind offense. So, hey, kids, <laughs> it's your guest picker, Tate Matthews. I think I'm going to go with what the beach coach says <laughs> instead of picking the team that's been to Chattanooga three years in a row. Congratulations, Mr. Matthews. You're the clown of the week. <laughs> uh, the back of my head's hurting. Okay. Fans, even though it, although there's something for you guys to still play for, fans, you can continue to vote this week on WCSCO Athletics. So we've got one more game to pick, Mr. Matthews. Page 13 and 1, Knoxville West 13 and 1. Rematch of last year's final. That was 47 13, Knoxville West. The only loss in the last two years is to Alcoa. That was 24 to 7. Pretty good team. Uh, I don't mind picking first because no matter what happens, I still win. Page is winning. Page is going to win. There's not going to be 47 points scored by West like last year. No. They'll be lucky to get 20. Yeah. Well, hey, if Paige scores 20, it's enough. It's over. I couldn't catch up even if I wanted to. And, again, <laughs> I knew it, too. I knew not to pick against them last week, and I did it because uh, I just think I'm too smart for my own good. So, so I don't have to wear this hat and this button, this default faulty nose. Uh, again next week, plus I believe it, I think the Page Patriots win. Coach Rathbone and the Page Patriots get their first state championship, and Dr. Hill will be really happy to bring that gold ball back and display it on Arno Road. It'll look really nice in the new lobby. Uh, well, and you'll be happy to know this. I got Dr. Qualls pick beforehand. He also picked Page, so you won't finish last. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What a great Although show. even being in the same conversation <laughs> is a loss. This is great. Hey, get up there. Check out the game. Check it out. Chattanooga's a fun town. I think it's the best place we've had it. I do, too. Uh, it's a great stadium. It is. You can get to eating establishments easy. There's plenty of parking. It's an easy drive home. There's no reason not to go, man. And good luck to Jackson Matthews this week. Thank you. Hope he comes out with a W. This is it for us, man. It's... Uh, it's bittersweet, brother, but hopefully we'll end with a W. It's very hard to take you seriously. <laughs> hey, I deserve it, man. If the hat fits, wear it. Thanks, Tate. See you at the games. It's going to be fun, man. It's be Go fun. Patriots. Thank you for joining us for Sports Connection. We'll see you next time.